Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Christian. Welcome to I'm Dying to Tell You, inspiration shared by our mom who is dying from ALS. There is no cure for our mom or anyone else with ALS. But right now, she's on a mission to find and share stories of inspiration. Coming to you from Cincinnati, Ohio, we're happy to introduce the one lady we've both loved since the first day we laid eyes on her. The queen of the queen city, our mom, your host, Lori. Hello, hello. I'm Lori, your host of I'm Dying to Tell You. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you chiming in. So if you've listened before, you know I have a huge heart for those young people who are changing the world, spending their time to help others and I follow a young teen on Instagram and he inspires me the way that he tries to help the homeless, those that are alone and in great need. And I just admire the fact that he's only 13 and he's been at it since he was eight years old. In this episode, I'm dying to tell you about my new friend. He is the creator of Project I Am, and he has such an incredible heart and a huge passion to help the homeless in Chicago and also around the world now. And I just wanted to let Jaquiel know how proud I was of what he was doing, and I wanted to share him with you today. So... I'm so excited to introduce Jaquiel Jackson. Hi, Jaquiel. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so nice to meet you. (laughs) Nice to meet you. Kind of, sort of, in person, right? (laughs) Yeah. I know you have a super busy schedule. So thanks for taking the time and joining me. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. So as I mentioned, I follow you on Instagram. And I love, first of all, I love what you're doing. I love that you continue to do what you believe in. I know it's been five years since you have been advocating and helping the homeless. And I love that you put it out there on social media to encourage other teens, other kids to know that they are empowered to make a difference. So I love following you and seeing what you're up to and how you encourage other people like me. And thank you for what you're doing. I am proud of what you're doing And I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, so not only are you a teen philanthropist, but you are an author and an anti-bullying activist. And I'm sure that takes up a lot of your time. But when you're not doing all of that for other people, how are you spending your time as a 13-year-old in Chicago? I play basketball, I tap dance, I break dance, I act, I model, 
I like to play 2K. Um, I like to play video games. Um, I like to ride my skateboard and do regular things. And you are talented. I do remember seeing some video clips of you not only playing basketball, but tap dancing, some break dancing. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you have definitely been blessed with a lot of gifts. So tell me about the moment. What happened? where you realized that you wanted to help those who are homeless. So that moment was when I was five years old. I went to go feed the homeless with my, uh, my cousins, and this was my first real experience with the homeless. So I saw they lived, how they ate, how they slept. And I really didn't understand because at five years old, I thought that everybody had home. So I was really confused. So after that, I went home and asked my parents if we can give them our houses. We obviously couldn't do that. <laughs> that was just that was just my five year old mind just running wild thinking of thinking of things. That's normally the idea that you would have, just give them all houses. Um, but I kept bugging them after they said no, I didn't stop and eventually that showed them how much of a passion that I had for this issue and how much I really wanted to do something about it. And here enters the blessing bag. <laughs> I know so many people have heard of a blessing bag, but I'm thinking that we have all heard of it thanks to you because I know that you have almost distributed 60,000 blessing bags. 60,000. So at the age of eight, you decided to build blessing bags full of toiletry items to deliver to people who are homeless. And although you started in Chicago, you're reaching people all over, right? Yeah, it's a global, it's a global issue. Um, it's all around the world. And I started in Chicago, but now it's all over the world. I've given bags out to Guatemala, Puerto Rico, um, so all over the place. At eight years old, you come up with this idea to help the homeless by giving out blessing bags. Mm -hmm. So tell me more about the bag. What's in it? Where does it go? So a blessing bag is a bag full of torch items like soap, tissues, socks, things that can help them on a daily basis. And the process is usually we would do an assembly line. Um, so like get one of each item, like just go down the line, just start over. So it's pretty simple of a process. And um, yeah, that's how you do the blessing bags. First of all, I read how this started, that you simply were going to have one event and you invited friends over to play a game. But when they got there, they were told that before the game started, that you were going to ask them to help you stuff some bags. And uh, that was just the beginning of what you're doing now. So that's really cool. So how do you decide who gets the bags, where you go to distribute them? How does that work? So... I contact shelters um, and see if they need some blessing bags. Um, I also like have like a box in the car that I keep. So if I see a homeless person, then I'll uh, get a bag for them. 
and um, I can contact shelters or go to like the, some Vidocs where I know there's homeless people and give out the bags. Mm-hmm. It's not only in Chicago, but all over the world now. And so how are you organizing that? Is it through social media that you're helping, you know, guide someone else through it over there? Or how's that working? Yeah, so it is, it's pretty cool. So I usually, um, to get them outside of the country, I find organizations that are going to that place and I give them the blessing bag for them to take there and they give out the blessing bags with whatever they're doing as well. So that is kind of cool because um, I've never actually been out of the country. I've always wanted to. Um, but yeah, that's how, how I do it. Well, you better stay put because I have a feeling when you go out in the country and, you know, you recognize other needs in other parts of the world that uh, you're going to be prompted to help out. <laughs> <laughs> then you're really going to have your hands full. Yeah. So how do you make time to do all this? I would say it's my parents. They are very good momagers and dadgers. Um, they, oh, they, they, yeah, they are good at managing my schedule. And I do also have a very big calendar in my room, which tells me everything I uh-huh. do. So that's really helpful. As well. oh, yeah. Like today you were in summer school. Yeah. So it's, it was a summer program to get ready for high school. So are you going to be a freshman? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a freshman. All right. Do you do pretty good in school? I would say I do pretty good. I'm excited for high school, though, um, but nervous at the same time because it's a whole new, di- different type of atmosphere. So, yeah. So when you've been out delivering blessing bags, what's a time that you remember talking to someone who is homeless or interacting with someone? And what did you learn from them? Um, I have had an experience where I was able to talk to someone when I was delivering bags at a shelter. They kind of stayed behind and talked to us and told us how they ended up in that situation um, with their family. And they did a cool Donald Duck impression for us, which is really cool. Uh, and so it was awesome to see that. <laughs> um, but I would say I've learned to be grateful for things just the little things on yeah. that matter. Yeah. Be grateful for the little things. And I don't know, I would imagine that a lot of people that are homeless are alone in the world. And that's tough. You know, I mean, I think life is tough. And then to do it alone and be in that situation where you're homeless must be really, really hard. Yeah. You have been doing this for what, five years? Yeah, five years now. Five years. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I love about what you're doing. You know, it's just not like one time. And, you know, if it was one time, that would be great. But you have been at this consistently for five years. And I know that you, from what I've read, you know, even have more ideas on the table, you know, in order to raise awareness about homelessness and to help those who are homeless. I'm thinking about the tiny homes. So the tiny homes, um, 
I first think I was at a event where I saw it. Um, and I think it started in Detroit. So ever since then, I've been wanting to bring it to Chicago. Um, it, it could be the next step towards demolishing homelessness. So it would be super cool. I've been trying for like three years now to try to bring them, but it's just been some roadblocks with the communities and where to put them, stuff like that. But yeah, uh, yeah tiny homes are basically tiny homes for those in need. Yeah. Don't give up, you know, I feel like keep at it and sharing your passion and exploring it, you know, in different ways. I hope that you're able to accomplish that. Yeah. I know that you share a message with your peers that you go to schools and you talk to them about why it's important to volunteer to give back to your community, even at a young age. So tell me a little bit about that message. So my message is don't wait to be great. That's my motto. And it means that young people don't have to wait until they're adults to become change agents or start their own business because we can do it right now. Um, That's what I tell all the young people when I do public speaking. um, And it's very powerful. I love that so much. When you are reaching out to organizations or sponsors or donors, do you think that it's hard because you are a kid? Do you think they listen more or do you think they listen less? Um, hard. In some cases, it could be because mm-hmm. they feel like, yeah, just listen to a listen to, listen to a young kid, see what he got. That can mm-hmm. be it, but. A lot of the times, it's the complete opposite. Kids uh, can sometimes not get a say in things and can be underestimated. And, uh, yeah, just not putting those conversations um, when we really do have good ideas. So it, it, it can go both ways. It just depends. Well, even if it's hard, continue to use your voice. You are being heard. And I know you have received some pretty cool recognition for what you've been doing over the past five years, like in 2017, that you were acknowledged by President Obama, and that you were asked to be a part of the Disney Be Inspired Black History Campaign. Cartoon Networks program, LeBron James, Nike, Marvel. So I'm so happy that influencers are seeing what you are doing, that they are acknowledging it and the work that you're doing to help inspire others. Tell me about President Obama. Um, so Obama was one of the biggest ones, I would say, definitely. Um that was a great experience for me to meet him. Uh, it was actually a surprise. So I, uh, it, it was, there, okay, so Obama first tweeted about me in 2017, named me one of 2017's most influential people. And then we stayed in the Obama Foundation after that. And then a few months later, in the next year, they requested me to come to a reception in Chicago and it turned out that it was a surprise for meeting Obama. 
Uh, so oh. that that was great. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was some great support right there. Uh, yeah. Really helped with donations and um, just everything with the organization. Yeah, yeah. When did he say to you? Um, he we were talking about we had like a little quick conversation about my future goals. We talked about tiny homes and how he was going to help me. So yeah, I'm really that was that was what we talking about. So you have Project I Am, and you are serving the homeless through that organization. And what else do you have going on? Um, I have another organization called Naim Group which is, uh, it has all my products under, like my pillows, my shirts, my hoodies, um, sweaters, all of that type of stuff. And I also have a clothing line called Trophies. Um, and I design the same type of thing, shirts, jackets, hats. I plan to sell them all over the world. That's the other things I do. And then the profits of those two? So a proceed of, uh, it goes to helping the homeless with my organization project I am. Awesome. And like you don't do enough. <laughs> I know you wrote a book. So tell me about your book, the name of it, what it's about, and how people can get it. My book name is I Am, and it's about bullying and helping other kids deal with uh, self-esteem and helping them get through that tough time. It's about my experience with bullying through sixth and seventh grade. And I just wanted to help other kids um, who may be going through something similar. So tell me about, about that experience that you had. Um, it was really tough in sixth and seventh grade. It was getting like, I mean, like before that, it was just like fun and games and um, just like the regular type of jokes that uh, that you would expect from young people. But then yeah. it got into like physical action and um, some death threats and things like that. So that mm. was pretty tough, but... I didn't wish quarantine to happen, but it kind of came right on time because I was able to think about some things and just think over a lot of things that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really helped. Did you write your book when you were in quarantine? Yeah, I wrote it the summer of 2020. So while we were in quarantine. Oh, okay. Oh, so what is next? You have your Project I Am. You have the clothing line, merchandise that you've created to help support that you've written a book and again you're 13 that's a lot Jaquille you've accomplished a lot so what is up next writing a new book I plan on doing that also um starting with the tiny house movement and this year I have a goal of doing 17,000 bags so that's this what's up next yeah. Okay, yeah. 17,000 blessing bags, 17,000 people that you are going to touch. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Thank you, Jaquille. Okay, you are mighty, <laughs> but you are one. You are one 13-year-old. So how can others help? How can we help you and your mission to serve the homeless, to advocate for the homeless, what can we do? You can follow me on Instagram, official project I am. And um, also, you can f- go to my website, officialprojectim.com. And that has like a list of the things you can donate and just more about me. Yeah. 
Awesome. Okay, before we jump, I know you love basketball. So tell me a little bit. Are you playing basketball right now? Yeah, my season's still going. And I'm going to high school, so I do plan on playing basketball in high school. Oh, okay. You must be pretty good then. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So who inspires you? I think it's my parents. They are very great people. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're business owners as well. They work for themselves. So Mm -hmm. seeing that growing up has always influenced me to do this. So and it still influences me. So my parents. Yeah, perfect. Okay, Jaquiel, what are you dying to tell us? I am dying to tell you, don't wait to be great. Uh, My motto is don't wait to be great. It means that young people don't have to wait until they're adults to start their own business or be change agents because we can do it right now. Yeah, I love that. And for us old people like me, (laughs) it's not too late. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, maybe we can add that. It's not too late to be great. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that's the senior version of your motto. (laughs) Aw, do you have any merchandise that says that? I have merchandise that says don't wait to be great, but I might yeah. think of <laughs> don't wait. It's not too yeah. late. Yeah, it's not too late to be great. And to my listeners, I will be putting links in the show notes that you can find on Facebook and the website, both at I'm Dying to Tell You podcast. So there I will connect you with Shaquille on Instagram, Facebook, his website, how to support him in his efforts with the homeless and everything else. Okay, Jaquiel, thank you so very much. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you for inspiring me and so many others for taking the time to chat. I really, really appreciate you. And it was just an absolute pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you for having me. Good luck, Shaquille. I'll keep following you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you again, Shaquille. And I just love so much that at 13 years old, this guy has learned what it's all about. You know, about helping your neighbor, about following your heart and doing whatever you can to help those who are not as fortunate, who are alone. And it just really warms my heart to see Jaquiel doing what he is, to see the support that he's getting, and what he is doing to make this world a better place. So I came across a video where... They asked one of Jaquiel's friends, how would you describe Jaquiel? And this young kid said he would describe him as selfless, brave, and cool. (laughs) And so I love that so much, you know. I have heard Jaquiel talk about homeless people. And, you know, just because they're homeless, they're people too. And... What if that was you in that situation or someone that you love? And I just think that is beautiful advice, especially from a 13-year-old. I hope you enjoyed this uh, different episode today. 
I really hope it blessed you in some way. And if you liked it and you want to hear more, I release new episodes on the second and the fourth Tuesday of each month. If you want to stay updated, you can catch me pretty much everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all at I'm Dying to Tell You podcast. Okay, until next time, know you are loved and not alone. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our mom. Make sure to visit her website at imdyingtotellyoupodcast.com where you'll find photos and show notes about this episode. If you liked the show, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Thank you.